Guess what, listeners? We were taking down all the Christmas decorations, and we found one more gift that Santa left that was undiscovered. It's Taking the Cynic Route, episode 21, for all y'all's enjoyment. I'm Jeff, with me for this intro. Guinea John. In this episode, Sam Kinison stops by again. <laughs> we talk about the new KFC fire log and uh, its delicious smells. We talk about strippers. We talk about olfactophilia, which is loving good smells. I took a massive dump right before this recording that cleared the house. Indeed, he did. I go on a Feliz Navidad rant. Uh, can't stand that song for a number of reasons. I mean, it's great, but I also can't stand it. We dissect a little of the Mueller investigation, which we should have no business doing. And we dissect Artie Lang's Coke nose. Looks like a deflated balloon. We talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recent inductions. Uh, get into Aquaman. Even Godzilla porn. This one's got it all, folks. <laughs> it's got it all. And it was uh, about a week before Christmas when we recorded this one. So enjoy the last of the holiday episodes. Taking the cynic route. Peace. We got pessimistic minds and optimistic hearts. We're easily offended at the time that you depart. A bunch of dicks from Baltimore. What the fuck is going on and what this life's about? Taking the cynic. Good evening. Good what is going on, fellas? Evening. Happy holidays, everybody out there in the Ethernet. That's days with a Z. <laughs> so his Italian lips. The boys from taking the cynic route, the octagon up here, down here in the Nigloo. Up here, down there, up there, all around. Uh, Guinea John coming at you. The... Uh... <laughs> Do we, do we need to start this over? Oh hell no! <laughs> what was the uh, or, or the the poon saloon? Yeah, yeah poon saloon. One day I'm going to own a uh, mobile, you know, like one of those trailers you pull behind your car that's got like ten different names, like um, mo- <laughs> you know, like an RV, I, 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 like I, an I, RV, or like a fucking like Winnebago, like trailer. Like, you know, mobile home, like, fucking family, recreational, whatever. Like, it's got all these different camper, names. Camper. Yeah, camper. Like, it's just got so many fucking names. Like, just pick a name. Like, that's why I actually like Winnebago. It's like a fucking weird-ass word that you know what it is. Winnebago like, you don't need warrior. you don't need any of those other words. Just Winnebago. It's all you fucking need. Yeah, but that's actually a brand right. of RV. And you know what? That's interesting because like Kleenex. Kleenex is another right. example. And what's what's another one? Xerox. Band-Aid. Right. Totally. Brand names that have taken over the actual name now of the product. Now that's ultimate coup. It's the ultimate coup. Right. Nobody says tissues. They say Kleenex. Right. Regardless of whether you're using Kleenex. That's right. So it's a holiday edition. Um, uh, actually, we did an earlier December one that we kind of called holiday edition a little too, but this one's closer to the holidays. <laughs> Coming at you a week before Christmas, less than a week actually. That's how time works, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody got their Christmas shopping done? No, uh, not quite. I haven't Almost even started. Started. You know that used to be me, and um, 
I just start thinking about it around Halloween time, you know. I, I just chip away at it. I, I've come up with early. a system. I chip away. I get, like, um, calendars for people with all filled with, like, fo- photographs that, like, are meaningful and, like, you know, right. awesome. Like, it's useful. It's utilitarian. Like it, You do this every year? Uh, for certain people, yes. So you get people the same thing every year? But... But here's the thing. It's always got new pictures. You know what I mean? It's, it's always got updated, and it's like every year, it's like everyone's, all the kids are growing and all that shit. Mm. It's pretty cool. It's cool. Cool. And for people who like physical like uh, mm. <laughs> uh, artifacts, it's something they could just store. It doesn't take up a lot. It's just a slender little affair, you know? Like cool moody. Oh, man. Like Grandmaster Flash. Cool in the gang. There's a documentary on... Um, Jam Master J of Run DMC, how he just got assassinated, ran, like kind of randomly in two thousand three, maybe it was. Sure, saw a documentary on that. Assassinated? Yeah, and it. What does that mean? I mean, it's like who was out to get him? Just nobody really even knows. Like he didn't have beef that anybody knew about. Everybody liked him. Oh, I bet he had beef. Yeah, but uh, yeah, fucking a um. So recently, there's a Beastie Boys book Bruce was telling us about, right? Speaking of that, like, culture. Yes. Was that, that, was that culture. What, what is what, it just, like, Jewish? written by them? Or is it, like, a memoir type shit? Autobiographical? So, Grandmaster... <laughs> just to rewind for a second. Grandmaster Flash is still alive. <laughs> no, Jam Master J. <laughs> And it's it's fun to get I mean, not fun, am, am but it's I easy to get uh, it's easy to get know. those. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? That's KRS one. Um, <laughs> it's easy to get that crossed up. Right as you, I'm pretty sure you said Grandmaster. No, Flash. I did say Grandmaster Flash, but then I switched to Jam Master J, and then I start telling the story. Did you? I ever, know the tape will tell the tale. Did you ever mention Jam Master J? I did. I, I, I okay. Hey, by the way, yes, we're recording. Wait. We're recording. We're coming at you from a day. Uh, Penny Marshall passed away, you know, 24, whatever, within the past day. <laughs> and uh, our friend uh, Sam Kinnison. Oh, Sam, how are you? It's good to see you, Sam. <laughs> Man, we've missed you, buddy. How's it been? How's Sam, it been up there? Sam, thanks so much for coming down. Hey, how's, Sam. How's, it, how's it been up there? How's we, didn't Sam- know, we didn't know you were stopping by. Thanks for the impromptu uh, visit. How, how's St. Peter's Gate? Well, I saw Laverne coming through. I had to fuck Penny Marshall once. I had to fuck Laverne. Not proud of it. Not proud of it. it. Was before I had management. Didn't know what I was doing in my career. I did snort an L off her tit, though. <laughs> I had to do it. Thanks for stopping by, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Good, good talk, Sam. Good talk. <laughs> a woman was up for best directing as- actor last year. I put out a CD to saying I snorted coke off her tit. I did. So you're getting all the inside stuff here. <laughs> all right. Anyway, thank you, Sam. All right. Thanks, thanks, Sam. You are dearly missed. Go up and do a set with Bill Hicks. His birthday was last week. Penny Marshall. Uh, to be honest, I thought she was already dead. But I guess that was Gary Marshall, her brother. Apparently, Kirk Douglas is still alive, and he's like 104. I think 102, maybe? 102. He's, he's up there, though. Jesus. Kirk fucking Douglas, man. Crypt keeper. He's kind of rough. He was on the Academy Awards last year. and Whoa. 
was barely like on the stage or yeah he was wow. him and Catherine zeta jones were up there and he was trying to tell jokes and it sounded kind of like <laughs> and then everybody's like ha, 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 with like weird nervous laughter yeah right it sounded like it, was, it sounded like it was very <laughs> <laughs> You know who I saw who was who, it really took me by surprise. Are you guys familiar with the country singer uh, Randy Travis? Yes. Oh, I know who he is. You yeah. guys know who he is. Holy shit! I don't know what happened to him, but I think he had some type of stroke or not good, hmm. not really? good at all. Yeah. Hmm. And and the same thing with um, what's his name? The guy who played in Rocky Horror Picture Show, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah, he's kind of rough. He's, oh, he's real rough, and he's still doing autograph shows and stuff. But half his face is paralyzed. He's in like it's a wheelchair really and shit, right? Yeah. I saw him in a few episodes of Monk in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. The the same show that uh, the old crusty Lieutenant Stottlemyre is the guy from Silence of the Lambs. You know Buffalo Bill. Okay, yeah. I always bring that up because it's like it blew my fucking mind when I realized that was the same guy. But um, what were we talking about right before? <laughs> what was what was the person we're talking about? I forgot. <laughs> what were what were you talking about? <laughs> what were the, who was the person you were talking about before I, I got into? No, I don't know what's happening. Fuck! God damn! We were talking about Penny Marshall originally, then Tim Curry. Oh right, yeah, that's it. Tim Curry showed okay. up on some episodes of Monk, and he played this character who was like bedridden because he was like Walter Hudson Large. Remember Walter Hudson? No, no. He was one of those guys confined to bed because he was like you know. 800 pounds and, or something. And they like had to cut the wall open so he could go get a Big Mac or okay, whatever. Okay, something like that. Yes, right. yes. <laughs> cut the wall. Oh my God, this is not funny. Some of this stuff. But <laughs> He's so- like, can I get a flea fish? Can I get a flea fish? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounded like. Speaking of uh, fast food, uh-huh. KFC lately, gentlemen. Boy, they they pulled out the big coup. They pulled out the big guns here. They uh, <laughs> apparently I don't know if this right, is a right, thing so or just a gag or what, but they put out this fire log. You know how those fire starter logs with the paper around them when you like put them like log fire starter type I'm things. The fire starter. Yeah, like yes. KFC apparently has one now where you light it and it just smell puts fried chicken smell throughout your house or something. It's got. It, do they put like his eleven herbs and spices in it? You know what? All I know is. That's actually the name of it, shockingly, the 11 Herbs and Spices. Colonel Sanders, 11 Herbs and Spices, Fire Log. All I got to say about that is what kind of masochist would want that in their life, in their house? Because all that's going to do is make me want to eat, bury my face in a bucket of chicken. Right. I smell that, and where's the chicken? Oh, it's nowhere. So this is a huge fucking like letdown where like your brain and your fucking the biology of your smell and your like your salivary glands everything's ready to fucking dive into some fried chicken that's, and it's not there. That's obviously their their gimmick. They want you to want KFC. Right. They how- want you to want KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> It is, uh, according to their website, it is made of 100% recycled materials. I like to think it's made of, like, old yeah, chicken, so is, so is, chicken so skin So is fucking a real bucket of chicken. Like, a real real piece of fried chicken is 100% recyclable materials, <laughs> if you stop and think about it. So, yeah, but now, now I'm conflicted. You're, uh, do you want to eat the chicken, or do you not want to eat the chicken? Of course. Of course. Once, once you put that smell in front of me, I'm going to want it. Yeah, but what do you have against good smells? Would you rather it smell like farts? I'd rather... 
smell it and eat it or not smell it at all than smell it and then not be able to eat it. So you're not into like candles or or any type of Well, candle is like they make like cake, cookie candles, oh, or like well, maple that, syrup. But, yeah, but that's Apple got pie. you. You know, it's just inedible candle wax. Like you, your brain makes that connection. Like, but this smell is specific. So you you're only, gonna try and eat the log? Like it smells like a candle. It doesn't smell like the actual thing. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't. There's a couple. Actually, now this is going to be an I, argument in, in your favor. But mm-hmm. when I come home and Christina is like has a cookie or brownie candle lit, and I think she made fucking oh, cookies, okay. and then I'm disappointed. Now, so. See, that's what you I'm saying. What? Why okay. would you choose you that for your house? And I want to make the analogy. I you know it going in. I want to make the analogy here, analogy, anal analogy, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> oh, put a, put a pin in that, too, about the, the Chinese woman, or Asian woman, sorry, we don't know that she's Chinese, the Asian woman who... Uh, my money's on Jeff. Farts into her hand and just blows it into the camera with a kiss and a smile, and she's hot, like... <laughs> what the fuck like <laughs> dude i am so conflicted like conflicted slash not conflicted why it's, um, it's only natural it's only natural robert pollard <laughs> guided by voices um anyway the analogy i have here with the kfc log is to fucking strippers dude that's why i can right. never get into strippers or bachelor parties or like strippers except the movie that you've watched 400 times well that's about the dudes and the friendship and the laughs the women are secondary in that like just like life <laughs> oh, 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 oh. he said it folks but my point is why would you like put that in front of you and get all stimulated and turned on and then, like, not be able to, like, partake in any of it. Like, it's just like the KFC log. Like, why do people enjoy that? Why, like, climbing that fucking mountain and then, like, you get nothing. Like, you get no payoff. Like, there's nothing. Like, I don't know. You'll be happy to know it's sold out. <laughs> <laughs> so enough people are like, hey, I just want to eat some chicken now. Well, you know that's how they're going to react. Like, so they do, have, they do have some notes on the website about the fire log, the 11... All right, Herbs go for and it. Spices fire log. Each fire log can burn up to two and a half to three hours. Can be stored and no shelf life. Store in a safe, dry area away from pets. May result in a craving for fried chicken. Yeah, animals will dig the shit into that. They'll dig into that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we know the fire log smells great, but please do not attempt to eat it. May attract bears and neighbors who are hungry. <laughs> Please don't put face directly into fire in attempt to smell fried chicken. Could you That's imagine? It. Do you know that there are people in this world stupid enough to be out like <laughs> camping in the middle of nowhere and to light that shit just because it's fun? Hey, let's get right. some KFC log up up out here. Come on now. If somebody if somebody made a campfire with this and got attacked by fucking bears, that would be dude. The it would story. be like the Darwinism thing where like it just takes care of itself. Huh? Right. You know what I mean? Like the Darwin Award. Right. Where's hey. some chips? Come on. Hey, boo boo. <laughs> uh, smell of me some KFC. Oh man, that Asian lady farting into her hand, dude. <laughs> that that creates some cognitive dissonance, but a kind of a it's kind of good because like a good fart feels really good. Like, and then like beautiful woman like gazing longingly at you, naked, bent over like that, also feels good. Like. It's like these two different parts of your brain like that never come together. Like it just boom. I mean, maybe for some people they do. 
Oh, for some people, they certainly for, do. Yeah, there we go. Like anal bead people, like Ferrero Rocher or Whoppers, depending on your socioeconomic stratum. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be happy to know I, I typed in to Google, Asian lady farting into hand um, on your wife's laptop, by the way. <laughs> Great, uh, and great. there are 22.1 million results. Number one, Chinese woman farts in her hands. No, it says f- Chinese women with an E-N. Okay, sorry. <laughs> How many of those? It says farts floor. in her hand. Like n- People get and, woman and, then, and women and misspelled pre- all the time. And then proceeds to fart in her face. Here we go. Dude, this, this is definitely through. a thing, dude. <laughs> this is definitely oh, this is, a thing. This is a, certainly a thing. Yeah, right. where women like are doing this and it, wanting it to go viral. Like, yeah, holy shit! Yeah, there, there's there are chicks that will fart in your vicinity for money. There, there are chicks that sell videos of them farting. You know, online all the time. So, live uh, feed on the Discover Magazine website. <laughs> talking about women farting into cameras on purpose like this is hilarious i love this show <laughs> this is <laughs> this show is so great there is an article article go ahead <laughs> sorry dude titled <laughs> sexually aroused by farts you're not alone apparently there's actually a name for it it's olfactophilia nice uh, <laughs> where an individual derives sexual pleasure from smells and odors um. Yeah. No. Thanks. Furthermore, the erotic focus is most likely to relate to body odors of a sexual partner, including genital odors. Uh. So the what <laughs> one subtype of olfactophilia is eproctophilia. This is a paraphilia in which people are sexually aroused by flatulence. Therefore, eproctophilias, eproctophiles, yeah, are said to spend an abnormal amount of time thinking about farting and flatulence and have reoccurring intense sexual urges and fantasies involving uh farting and flatulence. I'm just waiting for the crop dust in olfactophilia. <laughs> <laughs> Please darken my door. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never understood that lyric until just now. Yeah, I've been hearing it wrong all these years. <laughs> dude, this show is good, dudes. Anybody, anybody, li- anybody listening to this show, you're getting quality product for free, like. What? Please appreciate that. Like, so what was that term? Uh, proctophile, right? Yeah, like, proctophile. <laughs> well, we should be. That should be our market. Right. That's yeah. our go-to. That's one hundred percent our demographic. We have all kinds of fart sounds that will be making ladies all kinds of crazy. Right. Why, why don't you play a few? Yeah. I mean, all right. so you're saying that women are there are women out there that are attracted to this, like guys too. Is that what sure. we're saying? Why not? Apparently, everybody. I'd like, all walks of life. I'd like to see all data. Races, creeds, and colors. You want and just here's a here's a little tidbit for the proctophiles. These are all homegrown. Okay? Oh yeah, these are all in house, dude. Speaking real, of in house, when I got deal Holyfield, when I walked into Jeff's house tonight, dude, I swear <laughs> it was like wall to wall, no escaping, like <laughs> thick ass cloud, dude. Dude, what do you have for lunch, Jeff? 
Nothing. That's the scariest part. <laughs> a monster drink and a cigarette, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That'll apparently do it. Yeah. Lunch of champions. Um, I saw a word the other day for boobs, like shirt potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> shirt potatoes. <laughs> That sounds like so unappealing. Like, because you never see like a, a a good round potato. It's just they're all like oddly misshapen yeah. and like, like oh. this is like the least flattering. I took my potatoes down to be mashed, and I headed on over to that million dollar bash. With Bob Dylan in the band. <laughs> That's what that song's about. <laughs> Little did I know. Wow. So okay, here we go. Farting Asian lady, check. <laughs> check. KFC firelog, check. Uh the we, other day we, we need to slow down. We're only twenty <laughs> minutes in. <Yeah. laughs> um there's uh speaking of questionable marketing, right. uh, a couple things here, interesting things. Listeners, if you get a chance to Google Twister board game, Google. like from the sixties, let's say fifties or sixties, when it like first came out. There's an image <laughs> of an expert on Twister, like these cartoony fifties <laughs> people playing Twister and smiling. It's like caricature cartoony people, and um, there's this like dude standing behind this lady. This lady's bent over on the board with her hands on dots and her legs on dots, and she's bent over, dude, like on all fours and shit. And this fucking happy ass dude is like positioned right behind her, like she's like he's banging her from behind. He's like walt like ear to ear smiling, shit eating grin, dude, and like going to town while this lady's bent over a twister fucking like board. It's so hilarious. Like she goes, ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing is to add one more thing about that is that mm-hmm. the dude is standing next to his wife. And so he's banging some but some other lady that's not his wife. So like, it's like a sixties key party. Like a what? A 60s what? Key party. Okay, elaborate. What does that mean? Well, before I get into that, <laughs> <laughs> so the the picture you're referring to is actually on Twister's Wikipedia page. Okay. Uh, for the original 1966 cover. Yes. Um, now, the man you circled, uh, who you claim is attempting to... Uh, penetrate one of his competitors yeah by the way i posted this on our like uh we have like a like a private like uh facebook that only like five of us like see and uh i posted it on there a few days ago and like no one liked it after like three days no, so i liked it i liked it myself like, just because i was tired of nobody like it was like this fucking throw a rock in a well and there's no echo like so anywho go so you posted that picture However, you cropped out one of the most interesting parts, which is the fifth partner at this Twister party, the the lone stag, if you will, uh, who was apparently staring at the rear end of a bent-over man, pointing his finger out as though he is about to uh, perform some sort of proctology exam on uh, said player. And from a distance, it almost looks like uh, he's in a masturbatorial position, <laughs> too. That, that You could see it that way, too. You could. Ah! Onanism. So anyway, it's quite the game of Twister. (laughs) My kind of game of Twister. 
hey, no wonder it's one of the best-selling games of all time. There you go. Started Dude. with that cover. I mean, but did, did you ever play Twister? We have it. Like when you but I mean, you like, play it now. I mean, at like par- <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when you're young at like parties and stuff. No, with like with like like girls in your school class and stuff. No, never, <laughs> never, never. Did tried? you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a thing that happened. I didn't have friends. It was it was it was just an excuse to try to rub up on on members of the opposite sex. No, we, that was I, I guess there there is no one that actually plays Twister for dexterity. Yeah, that's an interesting. Um, I guess large families, you know, like family members. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, this, you know, and and the art on this doesn't even show kids. It's full on adults playing Twister. I'm pretty sure that's what right. was the market when it first came out, right. and then it was on Johnny Carson, and then blew up. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, well, the so, part. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No Twister. So back to a key party. It was basically a swingers party. Wow. Everybody puts their keys in right. the fish bowl. There, there's there's a bowl. People come over, you know, couples come to this party. The the, the men all throw their keys in the bowl. Uh-huh. And then the women would pick a set of keys out. And whoever's keys they are, that is who they would go home with. And they, whoa, wow. That's fascinating. Didn't know about that. I thought it was. I could tell by the look on your face that might be your <laughs> cup of tea. No. <laughs> I just hadn't heard of that um, format. Apparently it was a thing. For some reason, I was pictured as orgies, like orgies, you know. <laughs> orgies? Uh, <laughs> Isn't that a dog? That's how John John Lennon pronounces it in an interview. Um, I thought he was trying to. I thought he was trying to have a over for an orgy. The first time he was talking about the time that he um got he and Harrison got dosed with acid without without knowing it. Harrison Ford for the first time. No. <laughs> but man, swingers, man, I can't get into that lifestyle. You know why? Because it's mahogany. F- God damn! I fucked it up. <laughs> Damn it, I fucked it up. I meant again? to say... Wait, 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 wait. Rewind, rewind it. Rewind. Okay. <laughs> Man, I can't get into that swinger lifestyle. You know why? Because it's monogamy for mahogany. me. <laughs> <laughs> for a second, I was like going Diana Ross, like fucking mahogany. That's a movie she's in, isn't it? You know that movie? It's yeah. called Mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start pronouncing it like that. Mahogany. Mahogany. That's a term I. That's a. That's a word I use every day now. So yeah, thanks for ruining that <laughs> word for me. What word? Mahogany. Wait. Oh, because, because of your job. Of, yeah. 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 Mahogany. Fuck, man. That's hilarious that we captured that. <laughs> I was looking forward to like laying down that line for a long time. I heard it somewhere. I, I can tell. I, I didn't write it myself. It's a good thing you didn't screw it up or anything. Yeah, what a way to hit it on the first try. <laughs> it's mahogany. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> so, so, are you going to check that off your fucking checklist now, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hog joke. Yeah. <laughs> Check, oh, one more thing check. too about um, you know, in the the questionable marketing, I had actually one more thing. There's a there's a T-shirt out there that says uh, Jim Hair G Y M Hair. It's like a, a girl's or lady shirt, from, like a tank from, from Victoria's Secret. Yeah, informal tank top type shirt. 
and it's got the words Jim Hair written on it, like just sloppy writing, sloppy font, like just to be all informal and like slapdash. Almost like like liquid paint, right? Like yeah, like like you practically just sprayed. <laughs> right. That's where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah, the, the way that the G and the Y look, it kind of almost looks like a C and a U. So it shows up as cum hair. You just got to Google it, listeners. I know you have all this spare fucking time. Google. <laughs> Never Google Mix. <laughs> Never Google Mix. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, so there's a come hair t shirt of Victoria's Secret. Buy it for your teenage daughter. Hey, we'll link it. <laughs> we'll right, we'll right, put Amazon link. Oh. Uh, another item on our, on our talk list <laughs> is uh, switching gears here. Artie Lang and his cocaine nose. Oh, Holy God. shit. <laughs> it's like a deflated balloon. Dudes, here's something to Google. I'll tell you what. These guys posted something about this, and I didn't even believe it was him. This, I just thought, that's got to be Photoshop, dude. Didn't even look real. He looks like he has a pug nose now. Like the cauliflower. I've heard of cauliflower ear. This is like cauliflower nose. He like, did so much blow over the past however many decades that his nose just... Got infected, swolled up, and his septum just ate itself right. and deflated. And it's just a loose flap of, you know, ham on his face. Wow. It's a wonder the man's still alive. That we know of. <laughs> yeah, it's, it might be a weekend at Bernie situation at this point. <laughs> um, and then that reminded me of Ray Liotta in the Sugar Bowl of Coke near the bed and Goodfellas, and then you brought up. Ray Liotta and um, Chantix commercials. <laughs> yeah, Ray Liotta and, and the, and he's a spokesman for Chantix now. And every time it comes up, my youngest son just says, "That guy's weird looking," because he looks like a wax figure of Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Trussaud. Like, I think it's Tussaud, but close enough. What did I say, Trussaud? <laughs> Trussaud. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, I fucked he's, it up. He's the man that has all the orgies. <laughs> <laughs> Artie Lang's only 51 years old. Jesus Christ. He looks like he's 71. He's like a 71-year-old homeless man. He actually kind of looks like Meatloaf in some of these pictures. It's hard to have sympathy for that guy because he had so much money at one point and just blew it. He was Howard Stern's co-host for years. Damn. Multiple movies. Right. He was on Mad TV. um... He's funny as shit. Yeah, I like him as a as a comic. It's good like fodder for his act now. He can all, he can just joke make jokes about that for the rest of his career and like I guess flushing jokes. I like, mean, would you pay to go stare at that until until people start feeling sorry for you? Then it's hard to be funny. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good be point. Well, and it's hard to get people to come up. see that, right? You know, I mean, I wouldn't pay money to go feel pity for somebody. Yeah. Come watch him make fun of his coke nose. Right. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's Icarus, man. Icarus shit, man. People fly too close to the... You know what a hossa is, Frank? He wants more than he needs. (laughs) That's from Scarface. Yeah, so... (laughs) 
doop, 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 doop. Making it sound like there's breaking news. Is there any breaking news you guys want to talk about? <laughs> is, that, is that what that was? <laughs> I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> Some kind of seizure going on over there. Now I leave the stroke into Billy Squire. She goes, ah, la, 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 la. Ah, la, 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 la. Breaking news? You mean like uh, for, for our PolitiFox sec- segment? I, you know. Some, or, or what do you know. mean? I, what are you I'm alluding not, to? I don't know. Things are sort of quiet these past few days. There's like border oh. border wall controversy, I, fu- funding for the border wall. I saw that uh, Flynn might be getting jail time today. He went in expecting nothing, and the judge was like, eh, I don't think so. You fucked up. We're going to delay the sentencing. I need to think about it longer. So thing- basically this Flynn and the other guy last week, which was Cohen, I think, mm-hmm. this is all coming out of the Mueller thing. Is, is this is yes. this the what we're understanding, Mueller's just fu- Correct. got shit on these people, Very, and that's why yeah, it took they pled so long. guilty, and this is these are the trials. I think that's I think that's why it's, it's taken so long is because he's got to make sure all legally all the ducks are in a row and ready before he brings it out. Because yeah, these I mean it's not like it's OJ where these trials draw out for fucking months. Like right. these trials are going kind of briskly from the look of it, at least. Right. Nobody wants this drawn out more than it has to be. So, all right, that's politifucked. <laughs> politifucked. <laughs> Don't we have a sound tag for that? Um, <clears throat> we have we we have the plop, but plop. Oh, I thought we actually had a politifucked. We'll tag. get it. I'll get around to it. I kind of enjoy Guinea John's uh, impromptu. Right. You want to? You want, you ready for the Guinea John rant segment? <laughs> Is there a? Uh, is there something you could play for that? I got a little rant for us. You dumb guinea. You dumb guinea. <laughs> Gene Hackman, you're allowed to call me that. In French Connection, 1971, won uh, Best Picture. So do you, do you have a favorite holiday Directed song? Directed by Billy Freakin. Favorite holiday? Favorite holiday song. Oh. Well, you know <laughs> what? Throw you for a loop. Was there a different rant coming? <laughs> no. I tell you, like... I tell you what, guys, like fucking Christmas songs are everywhere, as you know. Right. And, you know, some of them are, you know how it is, like, sometimes you, you don't mind them, but most of the time it's, like, earwormy, like, it's it's everywhere whether you want it or not. Like Dominic the Christmas Donkey? I don't know that reference, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know that. Song. I don't know it. I've never heard it. It's a song. Hee-haw, hee-haw. I actually Dominic never heard the Donkey. I've never heard it's, that. It, it, it's the Italian Christmas donkey. Really? Yes. I've never, and I've never fucking fuck? heard that shit in my Jesus life. Shit. Well, I mean, I've been assimilated in, I mean, I was born in Ohio, you know, it's not like, you know, I've I've been fully assimilated from birth. I mean, I figured you'd be like trying to research your roots. But know. nothing against the uh, Hispanic culture or anything like that, but like Jose Feliciano, like I got like some words for you, like mm-hmm. God bless you, your song. Feliz Navidad, you know, great song, you know, in terms of like you singing it and it, it's like a good sentiment, good vibe. But right. dude, what the fuck is with verse, chorus, 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 dude, hey, snap out of it, dude. You need a bridge, you need a middle eight, you need a solo, you need some fucking thing, dude. <laughs> like it's like Chinese water torture in your eardrums, like listening to that song. Like, and it's because maybe because we have sensitive ears, gentlemen, as musicians. Like, <laughs> right? Like, w- it's like 
there's absolutely nothing different about the first verse chorus and any other verse chorus. There's like no variation at all. Like, what the fuck were they like? What are they doing? <laughs> Do they sing? They don't sing different lyrics. No. Oh, it, there's not a whit of difference. Dude, this is what is this here? So that's the intro, right? That's the intro. This is not the version that that's played. This is some other version. I mean, it's the same song. I don't think they added a bridge or a or a solo. Well, I'm I could I be wrong. Spe- well, I'm specifically talking about the the version that's played on the radio at nauseum. As compared to this version that 26 million people have listened to. Um, they must not have, you know, the um, the full version on. Okay. Here. You ready for this one? This, I, I'm surprised this isn't your favorite Christmas song. Hey, it's Dominic the donkey. I've never heard this song in my fucking life. It's on the radio all, all season. <clears throat> Probably because real Italians don't, like, fuck with it. <laughs> is that what it is? Doesn't ever come on because it knows you're listening. Santa's got a little friend. His name is Dominic. Dominic. The cutest little donkey. Well, he's got a donkey dick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Hey! Jingity jing. Uh, that's a spicy meatball. You'll be sleeping with the fishes, you motherfucker. Look at the fucking gambone on that fucking donkey. Hey! That's you. That's a good prosciutto. Hey, Mario. Hey, Paulie. I got two gabagoo. Gabago. I got some gabago. A fresh prosciutto. A mozzarella. Oh, Jesus. So you've never heard that song? I've never heard it, dude. It is fantastic. And it'll stick in your head for days. I, I think probably real Italians are embarrassed by that. Like, <laughs> Are you, know. you? I mean, you're speaking as a real Italian. Right. Well, I'm not a real... I mean, I'm an assimilated, born in Ohio, Italian-American. You're the most Italian person I know. Wow. Okay. Strangely, you're the most Asian person I know. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting on that uh, Patreon. Uh, Twenty three and me. Twenty three and Guinea, John. Maybe. <laughs> Guinea Ty- Taiwan, John might be my next name. <laughs> I hope so. God, I hope so. Cheeky cheeky. Oh, oh. Told you. Oh my God, it's an earworm. Told you. So I went on that rant, Bruce. Um, Speaking of music, uh-huh. do, do, do you, cut, you want to you, you want to call up the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees for the oh, year? Yeah. <laughs> Smooth segue. I know they <laughs> um I know they snubbed Mr. Todd Rundgren, which I kind of expected. Was he a nominee? He was a nominee. Yeah. So, th- I know on the article that I read or posted or whatever whoever whoever posted to our page, uh, had seven acts on there. Were they all inducted or were they the nominees? 
the the seven acts were all inducted. So you from, read a from, you read an inducted list that before a, that there was a, a nominee okay, list, right, a larger list. Because I did not see Todd Rundgren on there, which is what I was questioning. Apparently, okay. LL Cool J was denied for the fifth time. I heard that somewhere. Oh, that's good. LL Cool J, cool. So we have the Cure. And you're reading inducted, right? Yes. Okay. They. I remember they were huge in the late '80s when I was in high school. They're big through like, the '90s too. Like girls, like girls that I thought were cute, really liked the Cure. Let's put it that way. Um, so That's, I uh, like by default, and they had a Beatles, a deep Beatles influence, you know. Like so, I it was easy for me to get into them. It wasn't like fake into them. I I like got into like three or four albums and liked them legitimately. I liked them. I mean, they were you know, sort of spawned from late era punk, like British punk and sort of new wave. Uh, and then they kind of went into their whole, you know, sort of like emo rock. Yes. You know, but 80s emo rock. I saw them live uh, once. Uh, Richfield Coliseum where the Cavs used to play. It's kind of close. It's closer to Akron than, it's, than it is to Cleveland, actually. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but obviously it's it's been closed, shuttered for a long, long time. Did you go just for them? Yeah, it was them and some opener. It, it was just them. Yeah. I went to a lot of shows in that day, in that time. Back when the ticket was twenty bucks and the T-shirt was twenty bucks, right. remember those good old fucking days? No, long gone. <laughs> right. So, uh, what else? Def Leppard. Oh, um, who I believe got four and a half uh, votes. What does that mean? <laughs> I know. It is. Never mind. <laughs> Drummer. Four and a half. Come on, man. Oh, Just you motherfucker! I got you. Well, Def Leppard goes deep for me just because of I. Got into them when I was like nine years old. I bought Pyromania on vinyl when I was yeah, nine. Yeah, I mean they were big then, but I don't know if they're a band I can listen to currently. I listen to the old shit, you know. Like I'm talking pre-Hysteria. Like I don't bother with Hysteria forward. Like the first three albums, On Through the Night, High and Dry, and Pyromania, are actually have some incredible good moments for just like good rock that I got into. Just well, maybe I'll give them another listen if that's the only CD uh, I had on a desert island. Indeed. After a plane crash. Stevie yeah. Nicks. Which, it's like, really? I mean, Isn't I don't she... see the point of inducting people twice. Twice. Right. I, I, I don't really I see it. If so, anything, like. So you don't think any of her solo stuff is. Oh, I, I mean, I think she's legit, but I saw her once too live. So you wouldn't want the Beatles I, I don't think that she. Should have made it over Todd Rundgren, or you know, if I'm being honest. But you know, if you're just taking Stevie Nicks with not even considering her in Fleetwood Mac, like mm-hmm. there's no reason to put her in and not Todd Rundgren. I mean, come on. Yeah, if you're separating the work for sure, if like her solo work, uh-huh. like if nothing that she did with Fleetwood Mac counts, how is she even in? Period. Right. So that's a little hinky to me, but. I mean, I, I have nothing against her. I love, like, I love her work. You know, like uh, Anthony Michael Hall and Breakfast Club. I love his work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. But well, who else? Radiohead. Oh man. <laughs> Can I tell you a true story? Yes. This is funny as compared to the made-up one. This is late '90s uh, or early 2000s, somewhere in there. Um. I was like uh, with with it on a date with somebody mm-hmm. and we uh this she sto- couldn't she couldn't go home cuz she had like kids and a babysitter at her place and I was just in town and 
I was going to sleep at my mom's, uh-huh. you know, because yes. like I was like I had driven six hours, stayed with my mom, whatever, um, just to save money on a hotel. So I was on a date and we didn't really have anywhere to go. So we had to get like a hotel, you know, or mo- let's just call it a like a cheap motel. We just wanted something quick and cheap. A no tell motel. Yeah. So we went to like first place, all all booked up, sold out. It was a random Friday or Saturday. It wasn't any holiday. It was nothing special. We went to like three places, all sold out, and like mm-hmm. eventually you figured out. So one of the people told us at the hotel, Radiohead concert. So it was like this big, huge, sold out Radiohead concert. And all of, that's why all these hotels were sold out when I was trying to like get laid. Right. So you were cock blocked by Tom. I York. was to, I was cock blocked by Tom York. True fucking story. And you and you and that's why you and, don't and like we, Radiohead. I wound up wound up working out, but it was like this fucking hole in the wall place, dude. It was like by wound up working out. Do you mean you, you banged? Like indeed. Okay, where? That's why I want to know. Just like some fucking motel. How oh, you like, got how, one eventually. Right. Yeah, how, yeah. How far out did you have to it drive? It was a little, I mean, it was probably like an extra 10, 15 minutes, but, and it was like this off the beaten path place, but it was like, you know, whatever. That sounds like it worked out in your favor. It worked out well. It worked out real well. So, but I just remembered like, like clenching my fist and thinking of that fucking shoegazing, like fucking guy, like. <laughs> I mean, I could never. I have friends who fucking worship the ground that that band walked on, man. Right? Like, I just, I just could never hear it. Yeah, I, I was never really. I just either. can't. It just didn't do anything for me, dude. I had so many years at that point of fucking music that really fucking moved me, dude. Like you were fucking music, electric, electrically moved me, like on a fucking visceral level, and that music just didn't even like didn't do anything. For didn't you. even bring a spark, like. Right. Not even a, not even a. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Schmadio. Roxy Music. Their first album is fucking brilliant. Um, second was a little bit of a drop off. Their third one actually is better than their second. Their fourth one has some moments. From the fifth one on, it's like easy listening, and then I just didn't get into it. But I think they kind of deserve it. Yeah, I, I have I'm a feeling. S- it, it seems like a lot of the. Bands that hit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and really a lot of bands from that era, it always seems like they're kind of judged by a few good albums uh, towards the beginning of their career before everybody gets a little too radio happy. And it's hard to live up to that standard of like, right. same with like first novels, like typically it's many years go into that and all the best shit that you've crafted for years is on that first release and then the second one, that's why they call the sophomore slump, you know, like. You just got you just like got scraps of things or nothing particularly new that you've stewed for a while and just it's not as strong. It well, just, and and looking at the era that a lot of this stuff came out during, you know, the sixties and seventies were so inventive musically. You yeah. know, so many bands were just creating their own sounds and doing what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Whereas it seems like the eighties things got a little more. Let's just plug Sterile, in this Casio and hit flaccid. start on the fucking dr- right. beatbox. Right. A like, little more All pop, that creativity right, drained out of it. A little more pop-centric, a little more producer-focused, trying to drive singles and hits. That's right. Uh, and less about the music. We uh, talked about this, I think, and we blamed it on Nancy Reagan, right? Sure. Somebody did. Because the, the Say No, the D.A.R.E. program. Right. Whoa. And it, it cut out all the good drugs, so then the music just sucked. Whoa. Right? That's a fascinating theory. 
then we have the zombies. Oh wow! Who I'm, I don't think I saw that. I'm fully on board with. Yeah, I don't. Going back to Roxy Music, I couldn't name one song by them. Yeah, I like. I it, what, do they have a hit? Well, I got into them. Yeah, several. I got into Bowie real big, like a thousand other people. You know, uh, in high school, is and, he part of them? Well, no, no, but they were in circles. Like Brian Eno and David Bowie were really big, like uh, good friends, and they okay. record. Eno was in Roxy Music for their first two albums, and then he went solo and did some awesome shit too. Um, but Brian Ferry was the singer of Roxy Music. You fairy, which is Al Pacino and uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross. But um, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> um, but uh, and he was married to Jerry Hall for a while until she left him for Mick Jagger. Brian Brian Ferry. Um, but I just I got into Roxy Music through through Bowie, like just like you know degrees of separation. Um. Yeah, I was just curious. But um, so their their greatest hits album. You know what song you've heard by them? I'm sorry, greatest hits album. Um, so I heard. Love is the drug that I'm thinking of. Oh, catch that buzz. Love is the drug that I'm thinking of. You never heard that song? It's not ringing a bell. All right. <laughs> okay, never mind. So so that that's the one. That's the one I should know. That's probably their most famous one. And then there's this easy listening one called More Than This. More than this. No? <laughs> no. Sorry, dude. <laughs> there it is. That's the first hit. <laughs> it was fun for a while. Fucking ads. Ads can nice. suck a duck. Hey, I got to take a quick leak, you gentlemen. You keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, we'll, we'll take them a music interlude. Uh, yeah, let's listen. Listen to this. Whatever this Roxy Music bullshit is, more than this. More than this. And uh, we're gonna get sued. What if I skip around with that? Can't Maybe. like every every few seconds, so we can't. We're not playing it all the way through. What the? Uh, so there's a man standing there holding. Is he holding his crotch with a, with a cross light on him? Yeah, some kind of light cross. God, a, when was uh, this from? A salmon-colored shirt. That had the 80s. This is, like, awful. Yeah. I, like, I'm... Yeah. Not really doing a lot for me. Yeah. I, yeah. No, you can, you can take this back. <laughs> I'll keep the receipt for that one and return it. Um... So yeah, after Roxy Music, we have the zombies, and then the, the most important inductee into the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Guinea John, I'm, I'm trying to stretch, waiting for Guinea John okay. to return uh, from the drum facilities. roll. Drum roll for the most important. All right, what's All going right, on? So now? so. We're we played to the we played more uh, more than this, uh-huh. and it's it's more than bullshit. So. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's more than unlistenable. I um had a, I took some college, you know, back in the early nineties. Okay, and uh, I had a, a grammar course because I was an English major, you know, uh, a grammar course, and the man was like pure Japanese, like, like you know, thick accent, but he was like this scholar of American grammar, even though he was like you know. 
You couldn't pronounce L's. Is that what you're trying to oh, say? Oh, my goodness. It, it, but whenever he said modern grammar, because like that was the name of the course and the name of the course study and all this shit. Right. It came out of his mouth as more than grammar. It sounded like he was saying more than grammar. More than grammar. More than grammar. When he was trying to say modern grammar. It's, more, dude. More than grandma? Yeah. And he had these like flecks of white spittle like in the like the corners of his mouth. Like I remember that about him too. Possibly rice. <laughs> Just Con- saying, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Condoleezza or Jerry? <laughs> Dude, our minds are like my mind is like a steel trap of pop culture. Gentlemen. All right, back to we're not finished. Go ahead, I'm done. It was just a little little tangent. So, (laughs) thanks for keeping us on track, Bruce. We we have those inductees into the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The last one, the last inductee, Janet Jackson. Are we ready to call BS on that? I think, yeah, she's grandfathered in because of the name. Is it my name? Which is a Todd Rundgren song, I mean, she had big hits, but so did a lot of other people. Is there such a thing as musical Tourette's? Possibly. Okay. Go on. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that is so... You could tell that it's just her name and her... The mystique around her. I mean, is anybody still listening to Janet Jackson now? She had like two songs. I didn't listen to her when... Right. They were out. She had nasty in the way you make me feel. Can you name another Janet Jackson song? No, I, I can't. I or no, not the way. That's a Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> what does she have? She, it's, it's understandable. Well, she did the one. She um, did black and white with Michael Jackson, right? No, no, no. Uh, the way you make me feel. That's that's Michael uh, Jackson. Wait, no, what what's the one? The, the way you make me feel. No. That's Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a Janet Jackson one that's got a similar title. I can guarantee. Um. Let's see. I will bring up when I think of you. That's her song that I was thinking of. When I think when of you. I think of you, baby. Oh. Uh, so her yeah. big clearly worthy. I don't know of why I thought of, of the status. way you make me feel because they both start with a W. Maybe that's probably why. And they're both they both have the same face, right? And probably dick size. Correct. Assuming. Do you remember that wardrobe mal- malfunction bullshit? Oh, like with Timberlake at dude, the Super Bowl, like <laughs> malfunction implies it was not planned. Like malfunction, like that's a word that got fucking raped with that whole thing. That's that's what I don't appreciate the most is that they took a perfectly good word malfunction <laughs> and they just raked it over the coals and destroyed it. Like that was not a malfunction. It was a perfectly planned out fucking stupid stunt g- gimmick. That's right. all that was, like, right. and it was like garbage because you didn't even see it anyway because it was all blacked <laughs> out, like or whatever. Yeah, you you don't get more planned than having a, a pasty on under your supposed malfunctioning costume, right? Like, so yeah, it's like so stupid. Like, so that's her legacy. Like, okay, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, well, right. So somehow fine. she made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame over some of the other. Potentials that did not make it. Okay, let's hear. Craftwork, um, who I mean, you can't argue that they weren't influential. I could, since I don't know who the fuck they are. They were a German electronic band uh, from the seventies who I- probably changed all electronic music as we know it. 
Yeah, they were like the Moses of whatever came after. It was like basic and like, well, it was not. I don't mean to say it's basic. I take that back. What I mean to say is like a lot of it's fucking just noise that's not real listenable. And but it's just like people are like, ooh, that's different. So just by by the fact that it was different and new and fresh, it got some credibility based on that. But it's like a lot of like some of that some of that shit's not listenable. Well, I mean, it's huge early. You know, it's pre-industrial. It's not disco. It was pure electronica. You know, it was synthesizers, programming. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, they got on their. Oh, they got they got denied. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Todd Rundgren. Yeah, I could speak for hours on him, but. Well, why don't you say he's it? got he's got a book coming out this week? Actually, it's been like a decade in the making, mm-hmm. which I'm going to buy. He's got like so many albums. He's been recording since the late 60s, 68 or so. And uh, he's a chameleon type of dude where he, n- he never stays the same. Like, um, he's a provocateur and he's got like a loyal fan base. Like, um, I-, I don't know what to say about him. The spiritual sort of center for me, like Stevie Wonder, the, so Beatle- the Beatles. Yes. So Todd some, is like, up there, way so the fuck up there. Something for me. like that. So, so just these, those two alone. Yeah. The fact that. You know, the Jan Jacksons of the world are getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, something that theoretically should be celebrating innovation, you know, uh, uh, you know, real soul to the music. Talent. You know, right. So, like, pop acts making it in over yeah. top of groundbreakers. I mean, doesn't that just seem ass backwards? A little bit. And probably they'll they'll argue it as, like... Oh, she was a, a black woman who made a huge, you know, huge influence. You know, and some of that's piggybacking off the name, and which is fine. I mean, I'd be, I, w- I would, I mean, because those five boys had the spotlight. Why not give the sister the spotlight? It was sort of like, okay, good, and she's talented, and a couple of great songs. That's great. But I, yeah, but strangely, I would have no problems with either Jackson Five or Michael Jackson getting nominated, or uh, you know, getting put in there. Mm-hmm. They're already in, right? Sure. They've got to be. <laughs> of course. There's yeah, no yeah. way Janet made it before them. Right. If that happened, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good question. I have no idea who's in the Rock and Roll Is Hall. Any other deniers? Denials? Yes. Uh, Rufus featuring Chaka Khan. Wow. Okay. Uh, which, again, I would listen to much more so. Than- which is fucking hilarious because there's a French philosopher. Um, he, I think he's dead now. He's like from like you know the 1900s. His name is Jacques Lacan, L-A-C-A-N, like Jacques, like Jacques Cousteau, and then his last name is Lacan, L-A-C-A-N. Jacques Lacan? Jacques Lacan? <laughs> like, like, what are the chances that there's a Jacques Lacan and right. a Jacques Lacan? Yeah, what, what are the chances? <laughs> what, what, what are the chances there's similar syllables in anyone's name? God, it's got to be like, I don't know, six to one. <laughs> <laughs> John Prine. Oh, man. Oh, that's we need Pollock Johnny here for that one. Yeah. It's like a folk. Postmodern folky, as they uh, describe him. Yeah. Vulture. Kind of like a Trailer Park's Leonard Cohen. It's <laughs> <laughs> one way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, Devo. Oh, they'll again, get in at some point. I, I hope guarantee. So. They have to. Brian Eno produced their first album. Yes. Um, MC5. Oh, shit. You know, early proto-punk band. Kick out the kick out the jams. I never not familiar. I never actually put that record on in my life. I've I've heard of them obviously, but I've never actually sat down with it. Mm-hmm. Like 
I listened to the Stooges, which is the, isn't that from the same? Yeah, same, same, yeah, right. I did get into some of that early Stooges, but MC Five, I never got around to it. What about stuff like X. No. Okay, never mind then. Uh, Done X a few times. <laughs> X. Rage Against the Machine. Hmm. Is that? Wow. Any, I mean, do we think that they're too new for really the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And they're kind of short lived. No, I mean they're pretty. They got pretty big. How many albums? And it's been um, two. You have to look it up. At least two, possibly three. But it's definitely been what twenty five years at least. Yeah, I mean they came out when I was in high school, two thousand eighteen. Right. So probably pushing (laughs) thirty. Nah, they're definitely they're definitely mid nineties, mid nine, early and mid nineties. Okay, so we'll say twenty five. Right. Fuck, I'm old. But Anything I think else? they're more deserving than Janet Jackson. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Since it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And the final nominee that did not make it was the aforementioned LL Cool J. Ah. Uh. All of which I think are more valid entries than Janet Jackson. Like, I could even kind of get the Radiohead. Like, that didn't bother me. But for some reason, Janet Jackson really bothered me about being in there. Because she's black. No, and not because she's a woman. It's because she's a black woman. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Thank you, sir. (laughs) No, I just think Um. musically, I don't think that she... Yeah, contributed like, anything to the history of music. Yeah, and e- if, even if and if you look statistically at her charting songs, like which you've done thoroughly, quite right. Well, like it's like you could pick like a hundred other. You're citing that, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to assume that you're well knowledge in the in the source. Why not Denise Williams, who sang the in Footloose? Let's hear it for the boy. How is her songs different from Janet Jackson's songs? Right. Like as many people have heard, let's hear it for the boy as hers as has heard nasty. Maybe, but has Denise Williams ever played in front of seventy thousand fans? And well, and she did that because of her name, you know. So. True, but she still did it. You talking about for the Super Bowl? Talking about for anything? She oh. sells out. I mean, Janet Jackson was one of those diva like giant show things, right? Like, you know, right. Lady Gaga, Britney Spears kind mm-hmm, of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was selling tickets like. Let's hear from the boys' check. Never, I right. guarantee. But, now I don't know her statistics, but no, I'm assuming she. But I mean, like, but like you said, Garden. though. So did Britney Spears. So did Christina Aguilera. You know, right? But they're not getting nominated, and they shouldn't. Hall of Fame, and they shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> ever. Don't ever do that. Hall of Fame. Ever. Janet Jackson's pushing it. But like, it didn't. Salt and Peppa get in? Isn't that? Wasn't that? Uh, Are you shitting me? I'm pretty sure they were, or if they didn't, they were a nominee one year. Did they have, like... I feel like we had this conversation before about them. They had to only had, like, one song. Hmm. I mean, did they have any song besides Push It? Which I bought, for the record. (laughs) When when that song came out. I'm a fan. I just don't think they're worthy of the goddamn Hall of Fame. (laughs) Well, is Chris Davis going to get in the Baseball Hall of Fame for... No strikeouts? No. Good question. That's hilarious. So, Bruce. Yes. Um, apparently you saw Aquaman. Yep. Uh, I'm probably I'm not going to see it. I know Jeff's not going to see it, so you can speak freely. Yeah, so I just can't do DC. I, for as much as I love Marvel, I, DC does nothing for me, like, at all. 
Never did. And we know your feelings about Jason Momoa or Samuel Mimosa or whatever the uh, hell you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I got no feeling one way or the other other than, you know. A tingling in your crotch. Did we talk about how he's married to Lisa Bonet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we may not have talked about it. I, yeah. I knew that. Those are things that are known. So, shockingly, I was expecting the worst. You know, just the absolute dregs. Because the, the recent DC movies have not really done much for me. But, shockingly, I really enjoyed it. Cool. All right. Now, the plot is super generic. All of the dialogue is just awful. Uh, it, it pretty much just exists to tell you what is going on. The characters explaining different things to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made a couple stupid structure points. Like there was, you know, things they could have played out differently mm-hmm. um, or had them fit differently. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, it was one of the most visually interesting ones of these, uh, you know, visually interesting superhero films that I've seen. Like it wow. was almost up there with like Thor, you know, moments of Thor Ragnarok. Wow. Uh, of just, you know, absolutely fascinating visuals. Hmm. Uh, and it had, you know, a pretty decent electronic score for half of it, kind of like a throbbing uh, uh, soundtrack. Like a throbbing what? <laughs> throbbing. I heard throbbing and got back in the conversation. Right. Uh, so it was actually a lot more fun. And then, it, I mean, it has weird monsters. Uh, it almost becomes like a Pacific Rim movie at some point. Hmm. Um,. And yes, I did say rim. <laughs> he laughed. I, was I, I saw it. I saw it. Um, Throbbing around the rim. So yeah, this? I mean, I would actually recommend, you know, seeing it on as big of a screen as possible if you're going to see yeah, it. Yeah, well, now now you've talked me into it, maybe. Maybe right. I'll wait until it comes a flagship. Yeah, it's uh, it actually was weirdly enjoyable. I heard somebody say it was better than Wonder Woman. I don't know what that means because I never saw Wonder Woman. But. Um, I would probably agree with that. It was probably the most I've enjoyed a DC movie. Hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman I liked, but I thought it kind of fell apart at the end uh, where, you know, I, I didn't think the climax was as interesting as a lot of the stuff in the middle of the movie um, or as much fun. But, I mean, Wonder Woman was still fine. It was still one of the better ones of the DC hmm. universe. So, yes, that is my spiel Aquaman sneak preview which I'm sure by the time people listen to this it will be uh, they can watch it on Redbox and the other big release (sighs) the other big release is Mary Poppins right which uh, I'll see at some point will you now that probably will and then it's just the waiting game for Avengers 4 I want to see the mule Oh, yeah, with Clint Eastwood. I really would like to see that. Um, no Lion King? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, not so much. No? He said Mary Poppins. What the Is fuck? that going to be a live-action one? Or? No, it's all like CGI to look real, I think. Gotcha. Like the, okay. new, like the Jungle Book was right. when they redid it. Oh. The cast looks outstanding. You've seen the new... Infinity War trail, or not Infinity War, though. Yeah, Endgame, Endgame, they're calling it. I've right. seen it. That looks so ridiculous. Did you see the newest Godzilla trailer? No. Didn't even know they were doing it. Looks so good. Holy shit. But I thought that about the last one, too, and then I saw it and thought it was a, a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, the last one was terrible. Right, yeah. It's like every time they, you know, every time the monsters started fighting, 
it would cut to something less interesting. Yeah. At one point, two monsters start getting into a fight, and it cuts to characters watching monsters fight on a news report or on a television. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was like a weird case of like cinematic blue balls. You know, it's funny. I I read this thing once, the history of like television, for example, where like half hour of television used to have like it would start with a story and that story would continue in a straight line to the end and there would be no deviations or subplots or anything. Mm -hmm. And then as you go through the 70s and 80s and such, like Hill Street Blues was a big one, like where um, even Starsky and Hutch had a little bit like just where shows would suddenly have these sort of tangents or where they'd branch off and they'd have like sub stories with like side characters having their own stories and they would just like branch off. It was like this thing that developed over the years. Right. Um, and s- the screenwriters would like complicate, make, make these things like just, just to make it more diversified and multifaceted. It sounds like a, a bad case of that where all you want to see is fucking monsters fighting. Right. But they make a point to like, th- like shoehorn in like, Oh, the fucking woman scientist and the fucking vigilante fighter guy are like attracted to each other or exactly. some dumb fucking shit. Right. You know, like, okay, what the fuck? Like, right. That's not what we paid for. Exactly. Like, I want to see some serious giant monster melees. Now, if, if the dumb uh, scientist and whatever, if they were, if they were banging on the screen, would that change your opinion? No, not particularly. Not if I was going in there to see Godzilla, you know. What if Godzilla was banging them? <laughs> now it's getting interesting. <laughs> now that's a movie I want to see. I guarantee there's Godzilla porn. Well, one way to find <laughs> it. Godzilla. Godzilla porn. <laughs> Godzilla porn videos, Pornhub. There is 293,000. Don't don't click on any of those. <laughs> <laughs> There, there goes Toki Hole. <laughs> uh, so, five, five results right here. You know, Godzilla porn videos on Pornhub. Some more Godzilla porn videos on Pornhub. Thumbzilla, uh, Thumbzilla. Jesus Christ. Uh, the the one is that. Wait, is that a porno called Thumbzilla? Thumbzilla dot com. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, and then Godzilla cock porn video <laughs> on youporn.com. It's apparently a tag, Godzilla cock. <laughs> so uh, you can search for Godzilla cock. That's uh, okay. Your favorite porn. <laughs> yeah, I'll look that up later. <laughs> Dude, Godzilla versus King Kong. Like, Isn't there a movie of that that somebody made? Godzilla booty. Sakura's Godzilla tits get fucked. <laughs> these are these are all things. Uh, Page two. Fuck. Jesus Christ. My goodness. Anyway. Anyway. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season. Did you see that Santa video I posted? Did you happen to catch that? I, or was I that saw a, that before a, a you posted unavailable? it. No, that one I saw. I did um, not see it's that. It's a bunch one. of Santas getting a fight on like some British street or something. And then, like, meanwhile, it's the most wonderful time oh, of that. the year. Yeah, this is funny. Do, 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 do. But uh, I don't know if you've all seen uh, that that movie, um, Zeitgeist. Remember, we've talked about that. I, have I don't not. know if I you watched, watched it. Have you not seen it? 
No. Okay, you'd find it interesting. Uh, it's a three-parter. The first part. That. The first part is about. I'm willing to bet he wouldn't. <laughs> how um, it debunks that Christmas is about like Jesus. It's really about like the movement of the stars in the sky, and like the the people back in the two however many thousands of years ago they just made up these fucking mythological stories to Obviously. account to account for what they were seeing like one one of the things that, that the movie tells you is that like like something about like the, the sun goes beneath the horizon for 3 days or something like and then comes back up and like S U N got somehow like transferred into S O N. So Jesus three days and then re- resurrected. That maybe I'm thinking of Easter at that point. Yeah, I'm probably thinking of Easter at that point. But he had some explanation for Christmas, like December 25th is some kind of date where the sun does something. The S U N in the sky like does something. And they, like ancient peoples, like, and it got misappropriated into S O N somehow. Like this is out of that movie, and the way that the guy explains it is interesting. All right, well, I'm sure the way the guy explains it is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I am fucking lost. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Keep going. You've seen it. I, I mean, have you can chime in. I, right, Jeff's seen it and enough, has no idea. Know enough about it to try and regurgitate it. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. We could watch it again at some point. <laughs> Maybe maybe catch a refresher. Yeah. I definitely need a refresher course on that one. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, shit. I I always heard that uh, the twenty fifth was so it was like a, a pagan holiday back in the day, and that's how and yeah. it eventually just got adopted as. And uh, when's the when's the winter solstice? That's like reasonably close, isn't it? It's around twenty first or something, yeah. right? It's like this weekend or something. Um, and many of our listeners might already know this too, but like. The ritual of putting ornaments on the tree originated with like cultures like le- no cultures like leaving like dead animals hanging out on trees as like sacrificial offerings. Hmm. They would like hang dead animals from trees to, as a way to sacrificially offer. Right, hmm. makes sense. I read that. So I'm gonna start hanging like dead mice and and birds and stuff from Christmas trees on other people's trees, <laughs> other people's porches. <laughs> How fucked up would that be? Really? <laughs> what, what'd, you get, what'd, you get for, what'd you get for Christmas, Tommy? Oh, the avian flu, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice case of feline leukemia. <laughs> Bubonic plague. <laughs> Caught me a mean birdemic. Bubonic chronic. That's one of the greatest rhymes. Like <laughs> That is a great rhyme. I'm not familiar. <laughs> it's from like a Snoop Dogg song. It's from Bubonic chronic. Shit, this ain't no joke. I didn't. Did you guys? Did you guys see Snoop Dogg come running into our studio that quick? Oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing, crazy, dude! I don't, I don't do a good Snoop Dogg. It's what quick. are you talking about? It's quick. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking. I don't know if, what you're talking about. Wonder because. if Chris Rock uh, has anything to share tonight. <laughs> let me give. Let me ta- shoot question. him a text. Shoot, shoot, shoot him a text to yeah. see if he can hop over. All right. If he comes up with something good to rant about, oh, I should have done the I should have done the Feliz Navidad rant and is Chris Rock. God damn it. <laughs> I fucking blew it. I mean you can you can jump in if you want. It's all right. Last time Chris had like he needed a lozenge or something. Remember you commented on how like something about his throat was raspy? 
<laughs> Maybe he's picked one up since. Maybe it's because Chris has got to talk all day at his job. Yeah. <laughs> What's Chris do for a living now? Um, well, I know he's got kids, you know. Oh. I don't know. I saw that Netflix special of his called Tambourine, and it was okay, but I, I part there's something about him that's smug that I can't get into lately, where he's like... I haven't seen his newest specials. I don't know. He's like obviously very wealthy and like bragging about how he like hangs out with Lady Gaga and... Meanwhile, he's got kids, and these kids sound all awesome. And he's like, his marriage didn't work out, but he's acting like he's a ladies' man. So he's like, you know, I like a little bit of like patheticness in in in, in the comedian. Yeah. Just there's a little self deprecation, pathos factor. Yeah, like self deprecation that I can get behind. Not this like, oh, I I hang out with Lady Gaga in Hollywood, and you're supposed to, and I'm still going to self deprecate. It doesn't really compute. Um. So the verse is, later on that day, my homie Dr. Dre came through with a gang of Tangeray and a fat-ass J of some bubonic chronic that made me choke. Shit, this ain't no joke. I knew I had that part of that right. (laughs) Part of that right. (laughs) That made me gag. Shit, this ain't no joke. (laughs) God, that was 1994. Wow. What's the name of the song? Does it have Uh, a title? Gin and Juice. Oh, of course. Remember that country version of that that came out, the bluegrass version? No. You never heard that? I don't think so. Oh. It's kind of hard being Snoop D.O. Double J. You, know, you never heard that? And people heard, thought it might have been Ween, but it wasn't. I heard the RTP version on one of the... Is it really? <laughs> yeah, the one. <laughs> I don't think I realized that's what you were referencing at the time Damn. until just now. Damn. Um... Yeah, man, and there was that song they put out too called "The Next Episode," um, and the the very like the very end of the song, the beat just stops, and the guy goes, "Hey, hey, hey smoke weed every day." <laughs> you ever hear that? No, it's like it, the music just cuts off, and the and the end of the song is just this guy a cappella, "Smoke weed every day," and that's the end of the song. Like, it's like. Totally advertising smoking weed. Like, I, it was Is like it? 2000 or 1999, somewhere in there. Before it was legal everywhere? You can get any weed any fucking where. Motherfucker, I'm trying to watch The Lost Boys. <laughs> random quote. Everybody wants nickel bags, or I'm not, that part I'm getting wrong. His anecdote that he has to memorize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my Tarantino is weak. Like, after Reservoir Dogs, it sort of all went down. And True Romance, those two were like, even though he didn't direct True Romance, I realize that. But True Romance is so good. Um, yeah, those two were like the one-two punch of awesomeness, and then Pulp Fiction fl- was like less to me. I actually like, just quoted a line of true romance in a write-up i was doing the other day oh yeah uh, because there's a uh, box set of sunny chiba street fighter movies that are coming out oh wow uh which is and you're doing liner notes and shit for this box set no oh i, I wrote it i just was just writing up an announcement for oh it. oh um but yeah so i, I quoted clarence horley oh, Claire okay clarence he's horley or he's just a bad motherfucker you know he gets paid to fuck guys up. 
Um, what's Gary Oldman's name in that movie? Do you remember his um, pimp, pimp name? Let me see. His name is... is it, it's not Clyde. What the hell is it? Um, huh. It says the Indian name, but or he, he suspects an Indian. What the hell? Yeah, it's. It, I don't quite remember it. Clarence Whirly. I feel like as soon as I see it, now I might be pretty, but I ain't as pretty as a couple of titties. Drexel. His name's Just Drexel. Drexel. Yeah. One, yeah. It's the Mac. Which, what's what's that movie? The Mac. Yeah. Ch- Charles Bronson or something is in it. No, it's uh, uh, Charles Bronson's definitely not in it. Richard Pryor's in it. That's it. Richard Pryor. Because <laughs> those are Close easy enough. to get mixed yeah. up. <laughs> I, yeah, I see that. Close. <laughs> Drexel Spivey. That's it. Which is Marcellus Spivey must be related. Whatever happened to Marcellus Spivey? Didn't I always move your ice. Yeah, anywho, anywho <laughs> what else is up for the holiday? Oh, Ringo's gone on holiday. Oh. <laughs> what, else, what else is on your checklist? Or we are nah, I think we're, we're exhausted. All through. We're all checked Shit. through. We need a bigger checklist next time. Yeah, bigger checklist or maybe just more... Uh, better, better conversation. <laughs> better talking points. Something we can elaborate on or know something about. Maybe. Usually yeah. helps, but sometimes Usually. it doesn't. Sometimes not so much. It's fun. Uh, we got some we got some <laughs> dirty joke books. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know what the ha- what happened with fucking uh I can get back to um Pollock Johnny's email, the one about the uh Oh right, right, yes. If we, if we, wanna do uh, that. we can we can dip into our mailbag. Dip into the old. Did he send us an email? Yeah, and, let's and, do it. And by mailbag, I do not mean my scroll. Mail time. Oops. Sorry, pulling up. I just want to get. I I know the gist of of the email. Whether we should be pussy. <laughs> 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 okay. Do you want to explain that before we get? Nah, it's it fine. <laughs> Just People, those who hanging. those who are in the know will know, and okay. we'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so so we got a we got an email in uh, our uh, this one in our mailbag. Okay, so yeah, uh, former guest, my brother Polak Johnny, sent us a, a fun email. He says he recently saw a news program which stated eight out of ten McDonald's touchscreens from where you order have poop on them. Hashtag, would you like shit with that? Wow. I mean, so yeah, and that's it's not know, hard to believe. No, because, you know, we have a, a local convenience store, I guess they would be called, Wawa, mm-hmm. around here that, you know, you can buy subs and all sorts Wah-wah. of food at. And I, you know, usually stop there on my way over here to record this show. And if you look at those touch screens at the right angle and the lights hitting them just oh, yeah. perfect, they're filthy. They are fucking disgusting. And I wonder how often they are even wiped down because probably not that often. There is just goop and slime and all sorts of disgusting that's, shit all that's over. Troublesome, it. right? And I mean, I usually try to touch them with my knuckles as compared to my fingertips, just because I somehow feel as though that will keep me less infected. <laughs> but I don't know. Apparently, I'm still getting poop on me, no matter what. Yeah, still come here. Right, still, still come here. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's like cleanliness, man. Like, um, 
you know you know how there are some people i mean more so women i've known more women than men that this applies to but people that like really put a high value on cleanliness and will scrub shit and keep shit really clean like probably too much though and um it's like I've worked in places... When I was younger, I worked in places where they made you sweep and mop every fucking night, and they made you do do certain like tasks where you had to clean. Well, that I understand, especially but, places that serve food. Like It just seems like a no-brainer. Shouldn't you just fucking put some like Windex or something? Just spray that shit and wipe that shit off of there. Like, just... But nobody thinks to do it, or maybe they maybe they're afraid that if they swipe across, it'll think you're wanting to order something, and they just don't want to fuck with that. Who right. knows? Or there, there's a stupidity factor. I don't know. I don't know. Well, and you know, I, and I'm I'm reading a an article at sciencealert.com that's basically saying no, they're not contaminated with poop. Um, hmm. They're essentially just mentioning that, you know, as a Fox News article, they're saying that the headline lists harmful bacteria were found on the touchscreens of several McDonald's restaurants in London. Uh, and then it goes London. on to. Yeah, this wasn't the U.S. apparently. That changes things. Uh, I'd like to see the U.S. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. numbers. <laughs> uh, but basically, you know, what this article says is that, you know, we have trillions of. Of bacteria cells all over us, everywhere, mm-hmm. and in everything we touch, everything we come in contact with, uh, it's no different on a touch screen. They're saying, you know, that level of bacteria is not going to harm a healthy person, right? Right. And there's right. been no public health issues from the touch screens, and it's not like they're suddenly dirty. They've been fucking dirty since you know they were invented. Gotcha. So what they're saying is that a little bit of poop is okay for you. Right. Well, they're just okay. saying, you know, they're not saying it's really poop. It's just the same bacteria that will be found. Oh, there's poop. There's <laughs> definitely poop. Um, we've heard, if you if our listeners go back to episode one and remember my McDonald's shit story, <laughs> there's certainly poop in McDonald's. Wow. Yeah, so basically the original wow. story from Fox News was the headline is, traces of poop have been found on a number of McDonald's touchscreen kiosks, an investigation has found. Metro swabbed kiosks in eight restaurants in the UK and found traces of gut bacteria on every single one of them. Now, see, any like self-respecting journalist would not write the word poop. They would write right. the word feces. So right. you could tell they're angling down to a certain audience. It's Fox News. McDonald's right. eaters. <laughs> Man. Definitely some sort of fecal remnant. I want the entire pool scrubbed, sterilized, and disinfected. <laughs> Is that a baby Ruth? <laughs> baby Ruth? Uh, yes, a scientist at London Metropolitan University analyzed the samples and found a host of infection-causing bacteria, such as Enterococcus faecalis, which is more commonly found in hospitals. One kiosk was even found to have Staphylococcus, contagious bacteria that can cause blood poisoning and even toxic shock syndrome. (laughs) Wodafagawi. Wodafagacus. Wodafagacus. Diners use the touchscreen kiosks, which have been rolled out to restaurants across the world to order their food in a bid to speed up the process. Then they collect their meals from the counter, often without washing their hands. Like, this is so, like, fucking, like, 
<laughs> yeah, because Bill O'Reilly was the <laughs> the epitome of cleanliness. Right. Oh, Sam Kinnis is back. Oh, Sam, what you been what you been listening to lately, Sam? Oh, Sam's back. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. I bought a I bought a tape. Two live crew, nasty as they want to be. If you, I wanted to be fair, if you haven't bought the tape, folks, take about five dollars out of your out of your wallet and wipe your ass with it. That's it's the worst fucking music. No, no, buy the album. No, don't buy it. Just 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 read the album. Then then wash your hands. <laughs> One song he did is called "Suck My Dick." Not please. Not honey. Do you have a minute? Suck my dick. This album sold hundred thousand copies with a song called "Suck My Dick." Like the Beatles couldn't have wrote that one. Oh, John, would you like to write Suck My Dick? Well, I don't know. Do we have time? Oh, sounds like such a hard song to write. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sam cracks hey, himself up. Hey, apparently. Sam. <laughs> Is that all you got? Are you leaving now? Or <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Sam Kinison, everyone. Back from the dead. Oh, my God. Again. Again, again. Dude, I almost fucked it up again. I said, take about $5 out of your ass instead of out of your, <laughs> out of your wallet. What are you talking about? And wipe your ass with it. <laughs> but you weren't saying anything. Oh, you're right, Bruce. You know, sometimes I think it's sort of like split personality because I like Sam so much. Like, <laughs> I forget it's nice, really... I nice save. I forget it's really him. He's still with us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Happy holidays. Holidays. Yeah. Can't wait for this shit to be over. Yeah, man. I got a little taste of the uh, holiday. Dep- like, not de- depression's a strong word. You don't throw that word around lightly, but I got a little holiday doldrums the other day. It was uh-huh. Monday. I don't know if it was a case of the Mondays or what it was, dude. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. <laughs> um, but uh, I was in a rotten fucking mood on Monday. Holy shit. It was bad. Nothing okay. in particular? or Nothing just... in particular. It was I, it was just weird, man. Talk us through it. Wait. No, it was it was just because it was Monday and, like, I, I might not have been... Pre- some days, like, my job, I have to be prepared every day. I can't just go in and sleepwalk through my day. Like, I might not have felt 100% prepared first thing on a Monday, so that put me in a weird mood. Um, I haven't been drinking caffeinated coffee for a while. I've been drinking decaf for a long time now. Maybe I, I, and I think it's good because if I drank caffeine too, too much of it, it wouldn't help because I already get, like, you hear me get worked up on this show. Like, you should, I mean, with the way I go through my everyday life, like, I don't, like, snap on people and stuff like that. But, like, um, I'm, like, you know, I cut through. Like, you know, I don't bullshit, you know, with people. You know, I'm, like. You say so, pal. I say so. <laughs> I fucking say so. <laughs> Sam! When you go to the show, <laughs> don't let my retarded son fuck with your act. <laughs> What's that? I don't even know what that is. 
That's from that that thing I played you up there. He had the that gurgle oh, voice wow. thing he was doing. <laughs> what was Sam! that? What was that exactly? I can't do it, man. I don't know how he does it. It's kind of like Bruce's butt flaps, but in the throat, you know. Right. The <laughs> <laughs> throat ripple. Got some throat ripple. Okay, so yeah, we can call it if you want. We cut the cord. Have you guys, you guys, got any? Oh man, last words, good. words of wisdom you to guys, leave our listeners any, with. Any um, enjoy your holidays. Yeah, any? this is probably the last uh, show uh, that we're going to be recording for for 2018, since uh, holidays are busy and whatnot. And I have a couple couple in the back burner that I'm gonna throw out there, and we'll be back live in 2019. That's damn right. Ready and raring to go. Meanwhile, assuming we all make it. That is an assumption, yes. Meanwhile, love the one you're with, and uh, as for me, it's monogamy for mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get it in there again. I had to get it right. So thanks once again for taking the cynic route. Guinea John, wishing you all the best every day, holiday or not. They call me Bruce. And I'm Jeff. Happy holidays. Good evening, all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Taking the Cynic Route. If you guys want to contact us or follow us through social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can get all of our handles at our website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. If you want to email us for guest opportunities or topic ideas, you can email us at cynicroutepodcast at gmail. And if you really like what you're listening to and we made you laugh and you got a couple bucks to spare, you can check out our Patreon page. Any amount per month will help us cover the cost of doing the podcast itself between production and hosting and domain registry and all that fun stuff. So until next time, like, download, and share. Taking the Cynic Route.